from another time comes a man of great power. Talk funny, Nash. Where are you from? Lots of different places. A warrior of incredible strength. You've the devil in you. We've been kinsmen 20 years. Connor McLeod was my kinsman. I don't know who you are. Because you were born different, men will fear you, try to drive you away. uncertain of his future. What you got here, Brenda, is a guy who's been creeping around since at least 1700. It's not possible. And haunted by his past. Wait a minute, Nash. I want some answers. You cannot die, McLeod. I'm Connor McLeod of the Clan McLeod. I was born in 1518 in the village of Glenfinnan on the shores of Loch Shiel. I am immortal. <laughs> A hero who is about to face his greatest challenge. You will always be weaker than I. What can you tell me about a seven-foot lunatic hacking away with a broadsword at one o'clock in the morning in New York City, 1985? Not much. For he is not alone. In the end... <laughs> to Waffle Arm Podcast. My name is Simon Meddings. I'm Mark Kelly. And I'm David Ray. Yes, we have a guest host with us, and uh, that's all we'll say about that show. Yeah. Yes. Uh, we're recording in advance, um, so anyone who sent any emails in or anything like that, we do apologise, but we haven't got any. Well, we have, but I don't know where they are. Uh, talking past Not even uh, our uh, other, our even our other host. Uh, a host? Oh, what, you mean our, our special one? Yeah. There might be one, but I haven't turned my phone on yet. And if I turn my phone on, I might get... Oh, uh, right, right, right. Uh, there, there may be one. Uh, just remind me later on. Yeah. Okay. So, Kel, what are we talking about today? We talk about Highlander. Yeah. And uh, Mr. Ray, why are you here? Because uh, it's the best film I've ever made. Oh, oh there we go. That's what we like and, to uh, I got very, very obsessed with it uh, due to, I think, you, Kel? 
Of course. Well, well, yeah, yeah. Please tell us why. Why was you so obsessed with uh, it? I can't remember. It's a long time ago now. Jeez. Uh, I think you knew I was, I was quite into Queen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The band. And uh, yeah, I think so. You told me it was coming out on video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So all. And yeah, I just got really obsessed by you, it. You I? were obsessed with that film. I um, I bought the coat from CNA. <laughs> yeah, it was yeah. the trench coat so I looked like a dirty old man. <laughs> Did you wear the white trainers? And I tried to get the, the Deodora trainers. Yeah, the detail. Um, but yeah, I was, so I was just a big fan of Queen and got it out and just just loved it from there. I think I do remember that you quoted this film an awful lot when we was out and about. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was sad, wasn't it? it must have been. I used to run around the park. We had swords. <laughs> we, when we were about 15. Yeah. <laughs> That's what we think you say. Yeah. <laughs> we, were, we were a bottle of MD2020. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Was that the same coat you had? We, we, it was the same. Was yeah, that the same, same coat? coat? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Same the I forgot you drinking a bottle of sterilised milk. Yeah. I should be sneaking into a dirty film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wonder what we have now, women. Paint about our picture about youth. It yeah. makes perfect sense oh. why we had no. Women. We had more important things to do. <laughs> yeah, play, play sword to <laughs> run around the church. <laughs> play slam up against the church slam wall. Church. Now, did you did you ever use any of the lines from this film as chat up line? Like what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, no, 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 this is my Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I said, "Where you from?" You can turn around and say. Lots of different places. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was. I remember I chatted a, a girl at once, uh, uh, just using James Bond. Yeah, but that's and fair enough, isn't it? Really it did work. It's the most film ever made. <laughs> but you never know. You never know. You might meet a candy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or a blossom. Blossom. Mm-hmm. Or Heather. Is she Heather. blossom through Heather? Yeah, yeah. You know. I think that'd be. A, yeah, that's a bit weird. That is. He calls her blossom. We'll get an yeah, anyway, we'll talk about that. Uh, any geeky news, guys? Anything you want to talk about? That's gone on. Not for me, because I've done so much talking over the last few weeks doing podcasts. I'm, <laughs> we a, I'm a spent force now. We are, I must have been. Three, <laughs> three podcasts in a couple of days. It's, uh, it is kind of like um, going on. But hey, as you haven't spoken about anything, because uh, it's your only second time on this podcast. Um, no, I've got a young baby, so I've got time for anything. Yeah, yeah. At the moment. You don't just borrow a new game off me, so you can't, have, you can't be that full of. Well, you've got to have something to do. With it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Well, after we know we know we know that young as well. You can get replaying in it because I played Arkham Asylum with my daughter was really young. Spotlights and uh, and yeah, it's spotlights, black and white. Mm. I did get worried about the morgue scene. Uh, I thought, oh, that might be a bit traumatic, yeah, but yeah. she actually quite enjoyed that bit. Now, of course, she wouldn't be able to watch it. No, no, no. At, at the age that Judy's, I think you can get away with anything. Yeah, he's been on my lap while some terrible, terrible things have been happening on TV. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, uh, you watched all the Westworld with him on your lap, then, yeah. And that is really not an appropriate thing for children. I don't know. Was he born then? I don't think he was born then. Yeah. Well, Westworld was on. So the night of him. Did you watch the night of him? Oh, yeah, yeah. That's not appropriate for That's a child. No, it's not. But, you know. <laughs> I'd rather, rather have him watching that than a uh, night garden. Yeah, garden. yeah, yeah, yeah. Or yeah. zombie flesh it is, as you as... Uh, yeah, as, as, uh, it, yeah. Talking like, about my God, we're even talking about ourselves now as if it's a real thing. Yeah, that is true. Yeah. That is weird. Oh, no. It's if we start talking about each other in the third person. Nah. Like Matthew Waterhouse's autobiography, uh, Boy in the Blue Box, in which he talks, he's, the book is written. Like, and then Matthew went into the studio to meet Peter Davison and Anthony Eslier. That's Matthew weird. Matthew slightly third scared. Person. Yeah, and it's sort of like, uh, I'm not ready actually. I want to get it to read, but it's supposed to be one of the best kind of like Doctor Who 
biographies, uh, biographies go. Yeah. So um, uh, this this episode will come out somewhere around maybe September. I'm thinking I'm, I've totally lost track of everything we've done yeah. so far. Um, but anyway, the one that we we haven't sorted out is our Halloween issue. Uh, we are talking about a few things, and I'm sorry, in October, we don't need to worry about that. Cal, what do we do before we talk about our selected subject? We play some form of music from the film. Which is? Master of the Universe. No, it isn't. No. Well, well, well done. No, I'm not calling it Master of the Universe. Master of the Universe. Yeah, why not? I'm not playing the Master of the <laughs> yeah, Universe. No, no. That you could be that. a bonus, though. <laughs> no, no the Dolph Lundgren. Yeah, that, 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 that is a oh, bad <laughs> that's, and, a, that's a Halloween special. No, a ha- and uh, uh, who plays Skeletor? Frank... Oh, it's a Frank Langella, isn't it? Frank Langella. Who died. He hasn't died, has he? I don't know. Maybe this ain't a good conversation to be doing live on a podcast. (laughs) We don't know any of the facts. (laughs) Uh, No, we are doing... Do you remember what we're doing, the song? What's it called? Why do you want to tell us? Uh, Princes of the Universe. I've been alive for four and a half centuries. I am immortal. Here we are, born to be kings. We're the princes of...
<laughs> so, uh, basic details then of Highlander, directed by Russell Mulcahy, uh, like Father Mulcahy. Um, screenplay by uh, Gregory Wyden, Peter Bellwood, and Larry Ferguson. It's course starred Christopher Lambert, Roxanne Hart, Clancy Brown, Sean Connery. More about that in a bit. The oh. music was by Queen mainly and Michael Kamen. It came out on March the 7th, 1986 in the United States and August 29th, 1986 in the United Kingdom. It had a budget of uh, 19 million and made 12.9 million. Uh, needless to say, this was a flop at the time of its release, but it has become a gold classic. Now, what I think about the music. Now, was the music done before the film or was, the, was it done for the film, if you know what I mean. Was it a soundtrack well, album? Or was it an album well, that they fitted it in? When you, you know, when I got the video out, yeah, I, I was already into a kind of magic. Kind of magic album, yeah, yeah. Do you remember I found it and wore it out, another one Christmas. <laughs> yeah, I did, yeah, yeah. And, um, yeah, so you can't, most of the songs on there are written for that, because they, all the lyrics are about that. You know, but it's got all the songs on there as well, that kind of magic. Though, hasn't it? Has it? Uh, yeah, a few. And like Hammer to Falls in the film and that's on the yeah. works and stuff. But apparently, I was my extensive research on Wikipedia. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Marillion were uh, going to do the same. You can sort of imagine that. <laughs> they, they, they turned it down, and that, that was one of Fish's greatest regrets. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You can sort of see Queen and Marillion in the same. Yeah, same kind of Same old touch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, apparently, there was asked only to do the one song uh, oh. for this, but then uh, Brian May and his hair. Um, quite enjoyed seeing what he's doing and offered, offered I think it's some of their best music I, think, I, do. I don't know if it became before or, or afterwards but the director was like a music uh, video it is director. yeah I'll, I'll tell you about it Michael Michael, 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 Michael no Russell Mulcahy born 23rd June 1953 in Melbourne Australia uh, he's most well known for his fast cuts and tracking shots of music videos uh, such as uh, these were Making Plans for Nigel oh, The Vapors oh, right. Turning Japanese quite and right. his oh, right. landmark video my all-time favourite song, Video Killed the Radio Star. Oh, yeah, you do love that record, don't you? Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. Do what my daughter yeah. really likes it as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What I didn't know, though, uh, also extensive research using Wikipedia, um, was the fact that uh, in the, 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 the three people who wrote Video Killed the Radio Star, one of them actually released his own version of Video Killed the Radio Star in the same year. So there's two versions of Video Killed the Radio Star in 1979. Uh, the most well-known one, of course, the is, uh, is the Buggles one. one. All right. Um, he hasn't really done an awful lot since then. Um, basically. <laughs> I, think, uh, I think his aesthetic has sort of gone out of fashion now. I'd say <laughs> that. Did, uh, his most recent, I think he did Teen Wolf. The, the TV series. The TV series, oh, all right. Yeah. 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 MTV, MTV's Teen Wolf, which isn't a free to shout about, is it? But still better than working in the factory, yeah. Has anyone got yes. MTV? you got MTV. No, he does. You've got yeah, you've got MTV music and then MTV shows now. Oh, so there is still an MTV. Oh, there is an MTV. Nice. They never used them. There was it until about three years ago, and then loads of them have bought it back now. So have I got MTV? Am I yeah, package? yeah. You've got Scott, yeah. I've yeah. just got normal Sky though. I haven't got any kind of good. Yeah, that'd be in there. Oh, really? Have you got the documentary channel? It's got documentaries on there. No, no, you won't have it. It's still in that package. I had to lose history channel tonight, which I was good about. Ah, oh, no, you won't have it then. You won't have it then. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, um, Christopher Lambert. Is it now? Would you say it's Lambert? That's Christopher Lambert, isn't it? Yeah, Christopher Lambert. Yeah. Uh, born uh, Guy Dennis Lambert. Not as not what? As, not Dennis? As yeah, Guy Dennis no, Lambert. No, Dennis. Dennis. It's not Dennis. <laughs> <laughs> Look, it says Dennis here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, 29th of March, nineteen fifty-seven. So he's coming age sixty in Ooh. Great Neck, New York. Uh, you are. Yeah. He's from. I thought he was from France. 
Well, he obviously lived there quite a while. But I, I thought mean, he was like born. French born, French person. No. Well, because his accent's so terrible in all his films. <laughs> yeah. you, just, you just assume that he's uh, not, not spent much time. Oh, there God. That's got to be bad when you can't even do your own accent. <laughs> There's something wrong there in that. Now, he, uh, he was married to uh, Sophie Marceau. I went, oh, um, oh, for two years. Oh, really, which isn't too bad. Probably it? that's worth it. Off after these yeah. star wines. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he suffers from profound myopia and cannot see without his glasses because oh. he cannot oh. wear contact lenses. A bit like Christopher Evans, he's got the same kind of round, strange eyeballs. Uh, he's often forced to act virtually blind. Do you mean he's got to... round eyeballs? That's the thing. If you've got per- if you've got perfectly round eyeballs, right, you can't wear normal contact because your eyeballs are not round. They're kind of like. Is it like Marty Feldman then? Like, like, no, no, he had uh, <laughs> bulbous on. It's for bulbous. Yeah, he has bulbous eye syndrome. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a real thing? It's got to... No. That's not what I've been making up. has the same thing. He's, he has like perfectly round uh, eyes. And I've never, did you know about that? No, no, no. I never knew people had round eyes. Yeah, eyes yeah. Well, he's round about that kind. What did it fall out? It was full. Yeah, that's, that's why he bulges out, yeah. Just pops it in and flicks it back oh. out. Yeah. Like I'm Monty Python where yeah, he's got yeah, two yeah. of them on strings dangling yeah. up and down. Oh. Uh, but yeah, so he, he's led to quite a few uh, of his own stunts. Um, led to injuries, <laughs> really. Which, you think about it. I've never seen him in a thing with glasses on ever so no, he's never no, ever no. worn a pair of glasses no. he does look like he's sort of staring, <laughs> yeah, he's into, staring into middle he's distance for most of his uh, <laughs> yeah. well, you can kind of understand about really like Stevie Wonder's never done an action film because he's blind <laughs> that's <laughs> the only reason talking of June now there's a massive rumour that it's all fake about Stevie Wonder oh I've heard that have you yeah. heard it yeah. the reckon he's gonna he said have you heard about this <laughs> how amazing he's gonna come out that would be the best prank ever in the history. And my wife believes it. Said he's making it up. That's how he can drum really well. <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't know. So, no, so what's he going to do? He's got well, like, someone said, he said at, at, at the end of his life, he's going to take his gas up and say, yeah. Didn't, he, didn't this come about because someone saw him driving around in a car? Supposedly, but yeah. But it was a fact, it was a very big space and he, yeah. Yeah, he was driving around in a car. But that would be amazing though, wouldn't it? Uh, that, that and also, piece of, and crap. It wouldn't yeah. be also the fact he must have been, he must have got tired of doing that with his neck all the time. Yeah, yeah. yeah one of the worst conspiracy theories I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit like what's his name the drummer out of Def Leppard actually having two arms. There's no fucking conspiracy about that. <laughs> That's some very bored people <laughs> think about that conspiracy. Yeah, about that. What's he, left? He pretended what's to lose his arm to yeah, boost, what's left? boost sales. <laughs> and blind fairy being gay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, so anyway, that's uh, the thing. Uh, Connery, let's talk about. Sure. Well, we've talked about Connery before, but uh, he plays uh, Juan Sanchez Villa Lobos Flamelez, uh, who's apparently an Egyptian immortal. Um, Thomas Sean Connery, born twenty fifth of October, August sorry, nineteen thirty, in Edinburgh. He's been active uh, since fifty four to two thousand twelve. Kind of now retired, I think, more than anything. Um, what do you think about Connery last, in this film? What was the last thing he was in? Uh, uh, wasn't it the League of Extraordinary? No, I think he's done a voiceover for something. That sort of finished in that film, didn't he? Uh, yeah, well, that's because he was getting it again. I mean, he was get, he, his ego was getting big in this film, and he only he only spent a week filming it. His parts. That's all he was on set for was for a week, and he weren't happy with some things. But a League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, I think he. he, 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 he he was and that is right. a shit film. It, it should have been good. Yeah, it's, it's got, got everything style, right in it. Fantastic, but um, it's just him. He's too old for it in that as well. You know, was he Alan Quaterman in that? Yeah, Alan Quaterman. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I mean, I think you look. I think he's ace in the rock. Oh, I like that film. What was that film with Catherine Zeta-Jones and the uh, the bottom shot? <laughs> what was that? Entrapment. Oh, yeah, Entrapment. Yeah. yeah. He was just a dirty perv in that film. 
I can't think of it. Wasn't we all watching that film? I think. I can't think of it. That must have been his last film. I can't yeah, think of it. Trails off, doesn't it? Kind of his best film, would you say? Oh, now that's a very difficult one. Could I really like him? I, I, it's got. I think it's from Russia We Love. From Russia We Love. Yeah. His best film. Mm, yeah. Um, I think. No. Mm. I'm going to say. Oh, I'm going to have to pick two. I really like him in Robin and Marion. Yeah, I, I, that's a really bleak film. That yeah. is. Love that. And the Untouchables. Yeah, he's good in that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, man would be king. Yeah, oh, man would be king. Yeah. We've done that. We have done previous that. waffle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good film. I'd like to see him do another film with Michael Caine. Well, uh, well, they're doing that one about that robbery in the, uh, that London robbery with the old people in there. It's but that, well, that film's already come out. No, no, they didn't. Well, there's three films coming out. Because it wasn't much of a story. <laughs> yeah. But Michael Caine's in one, isn't he? Oh, really? Yeah, it's Michael, uh, Michael Caine, loads of... Loads of yeah, That's the one where their the pensions get done over, so they decide to... Yeah. Them, no, that's Morgan Freeman as well. No, 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 that one. No, that one, that's sort of... This, no, that one with the Hatton Garden robbery. Uh, there's in mind I'll, I'll show before yeah. we go I know oh. this ain't really much to people listening yeah. well, well, listen to him what he's going to show him in his magazine before he goes on but there is a <laughs> there is a hat and he's got Michael Caine on it and I thought yeah, yeah you should understand that Cause, cause but I'm, you were saying though you saw him you looked really frail didn't you and I don't want to see it yeah mm. I think oh, of him as a big yeah yeah well he's, he's in his eyes I mean I'm sure isn't Connery oh no I think Connery's a couple of years younger than Roger Moore and uh, yeah, he does look a bit frail. But then again, he's like an old man, and he he does wear clothes that makes him look like an old man, like yeah. a big baggy jumper and a hat. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he is a bit. Again, you know what you're going to get with Connery, don't you? He don't. He don't. I don't think he's a great person, is he? I don't think he's a nice person particularly. I, I suppose he he just he doesn't suffer fools gladly. No, no. And I, I, my problem with him is he's living in the bloody Bermuda for all his life, talking about in British politics. About yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He's like an appearance at the uh, referendum. Yeah, he was no, in... No, no, he didn't. No, so no, he I refused. That was the last time I remember seeing him. No, he refused to go there and they asked him why. And he was actually turned around and says, I live in Marseille. He's lived there. Because, yeah, you know, he lived got, in Britain no for ages. The only one who did come back was Billy Connolly, I think. Because he does spend some time there. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's why takes him so long to get there. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Clancy Brown, woman, right. uh, the wonderful Clancy Brown as the Kurgan. Um, now, the Kurgan, a little bit of information about it, he's uh, apparently Connor's arch nemesis. Uh, living under the alias of Victor Krugen, born on the border of the Caspian Sea in the 10th century. Played, of course, by Clance, Clarence J. Brown III, born January the 5th, 1959, mm-hmm. in uh, Urbana, Ohio. Thank you. <laughs> He's been active since uh, 1983. Uh, I'm going to give you a little bit of a blurb here about him. Uh, since 1999, he has played the role of Mr. Krebs. Of SpongeBob SquarePants no fame. I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a bit of a different voice. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he has also voiced uh, Vice Principal Pangborn in All Grown Up, Bartmeat in Cat Scratch, Otto in Super Robot Monkey Team Hyperforce Go, wow. and Go Up in Meglass XLR. Um, so, yeah, it's a boy. Who would have thought he would have been in so many children's programmes? You know, you know watch that and think he's going to be an amazing children's actor. Well, really I, suppose, I suppose when you think about it, all the stuff he's been in, like in Green Mile and all that, he's played quite domineering. Kind he's of, a big like, bloke, he's a big bloke. Six foot four, isn't he? And he's fucking huge. Apparently, a lovely guy as well in real life. So, as usual, like these people normally are. Uh, Roxanne Hart uh, as Blender. Uh, born July 27th, 1952 in Trenton, New Jersey. She's been acting since 1979. All the people who turn up in this film, um, Peter Diamond uh, as uh, Iman Fazil, a French immortal, born uh, Gualetier de Seville in 1145. He's the same, he's the person who does all the stunt coordinating on that. He's the guy who does all the backflips. As we'll, no, talk, as we'll talk about in a bit. Yeah. yeah. 
Peter Diamond now is. Oh. Uh, Celia Imry, uh, of course, turns up as uh, Connor's first uh, lover, the religious one who wants him uh, wants him dead, classing him as being League with Lucifer. Yeah, she, she's, she, she's been in loads of stuff. Most well-known over here, yeah. I suppose, for being in um, Acorn Antiques. Yeah, there's comedy stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, a lot of comedy stuff. Uh, there's no one else really in it. Oh, the musicals loads. Alan North, yeah, what's Alan North been in? He's Lieutenant Frank Moran, Brenda's friend of mine. The most tight cast man in history. Yeah, he always plays the same, mm. same kind of guy. Uh, BT Ebdy plays Heather McLeod. Um, I think she's in the second one as well. No, but they, we'll talk about that. Like, the, the second one makes no sense. I oh, know the first one, man. No, we don't think we do. Does anybody know the, the interesting fact about the opening narration voiced by Sean Connery? From the dawn of time we came. Moving silently down through the centuries, living many secret lives, struggling to reach the time of the gathering, when the few who remain will battle to the last. No one has ever known we were among you until now. Um, I did read it last night, and I, I nearly pissed my yeah. yeah I was, well, so you can, you can say you're the. Um, no, it was recorded in his Spanish villa where he was uh, being trained by his voice coach for his um, Spanish accent, which I assume he just fucked up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, he filmed it in the toilet of his Spanish villa, hence the reason why it's got an echo. Oh, yeah, too, right? You know, that's how economy rolls. Well, I'm assuming it was early on in his... Um... <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to go through the film, guys, as normal. Please jump in when you do. Well, I'll probably look up and say something to you. So the opening track for this, of course, is Princes of the Universe by Queen. And the opening uh, scenes are at a wrestling match. I've put Crazy Hair Wrestlers. Yeah, uh, and it's also got a really inappropriate bit where that one who's supposed to be the good-looking wrestler takes his top off. And a little girl in the crowd's on looking at lips at him. He's, I mean, oh, what's all that, mate? Then? So the 80s was very really different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His tongue, it's yeah. very, very different, the 80s, weren't it? sexual moral. Yeah, there's a lot of gyrating on that, in tune with the music in it, where he's like, he's throwing his stuff like I like the beginning yeah. bit. Well, really you used good. to like wrestling, didn't you? Really? I, I, yeah, yeah, I did that, though. I, just, like, I like the beginning scene. A lot of things are the best part of the film. It's just why he's sitting there. Yeah. But he's, got, he's sitting miles away, and his eyes are just perfectly like perfectly that. He's, lined he's up, got yeah. that perfect in the light. And his eyes in there, and like which that. must have been quite hard to. Well, he's blind, so he wouldn't have. He wouldn't have <laughs> I was say, was going on. Um, but of course, the opening of that with the camera, uh, there's an added sound effect on it, the helicopter sound, if you notice. And it's not that's actually done for the first time ever using wired computer controlled cameras on wires mm. and works out really well. I think because now that it's used a drone, wouldn't they? I, I like drone, that one. Yeah. I think it's good to have a really smooth movement. Some very good sort of edits all the way through it. Mm. There's some sort of really weird. There's that bit when he, his face goes into the Mona Lisa on that. Mm. Mm. Again, you can tell there's a music video. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a bit when it when it sort of transitions from the car park when he's. Oh, yeah, I like that. Bit. Yeah, really good bit that yeah. Those, it's, like, that, yeah. it's like he's trying to be quite artistic, but well, it doesn't really work. This is a bit actually where there's some bits in this uh, are cut out, which I'll talk about a bit later. One, the European version and the American version. And yeah. one is a lot, lot longer in this, including that scene which you're on about, where you see a lot more of Scotland. Have you saw that? First that European version. No. It's that one there. It's longer. It's longer. Oh, okay. about, you're all about it. I don't remember that bit. Yeah, oh, yeah. There's, there's, there's loads in it. There's a lot yeah, of fighting in it. The, yeah, the, like the Scotland bits of it. I mean, more backflips. More backflips. <laughs> <bad lips>, yeah. <laughs> anyway, he suddenly really, he gets up to that. Oh, that, you got that bloke in the, behind him who's like slapping him on the back, going, oh, it's a great fighter. Yeah. And he takes that bloke. But I quite like that bit because it's like they're all reveling in violence. And he's thinking yeah. of being actual violence and I like that I was like, mm. that's a, you, you think it's not going to be a lot more highbrow and then 
I think that's its high part in uh, intellectualism <laughs> is the beginning. Yeah. It's a swift day. It's only meant to be a hockey match, but they couldn't get the rights for some reason. I suppose it's got the violence. Yeah, wasn't it Wasn't it the, the Hockey Federation because they were going to concentrate on the violence of hockey, where, yeah, the fight, which yeah. is basically, I think, what everyone watches hockey yeah, for. Yeah. Um, but they didn't want that to be the main source of uh, people thinking of hockey. Well, they, that's what I think when I think of hockey is. is apart from Kevin Smith's big fat jersey. If one of great ice hockey movies, a film called The Goon, Mm. In all ice hockey teams in America, they have a person team called the Goon. He's the person who brings on. He's brought on to fight. Nothing more. Mm. He's got Sean William Scott. It's amazing. If you want a, a fighting, if you like slap shot or anything like that from the seventies eighties, the Goon. It's an amazing. Uh, as good as Youngblood. It's that kind of crack. It's a lot more violent than that. <laughs> that's funny. I don't forget about that sort of film from yeah. the past. Youngblood. Yeah? Oh, yeah. Nothing used with blood sport. Mm. Mm. Um, so, yeah, so anyway, McClay then goes down to the parking lot where he meets uh, Iman Fazil, who got some crazy, typical sunglasses on, which, which, which appear like, and disappear throughout yeah, this scene. Yeah, and basically, it's a bit like Edward Wood in there. He's like, 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 like a mini equaliser. Yeah, he's in it. Uh, this, of course, as I mentioned earlier on, is the uh, stunt coordinator of this film. Which is a bit... So really, I think, obviously, he can't act. So the best thing they thought he could do was do backflips. Now, in the, in the European version... Was that version, him doing them backflips? Oh, yeah, 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 because he's, he's a stuntman. Um, so in well, the well, European well, version, you get a lot more back... There's a one bit where you just seem to do loads of backflips. Well, yeah, but then it, it cuts and he's a stunt... And he's just standing back yeah. there. <laughs> there's, 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 a, there's a bit where he just pops up as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Somewhere he's just like... And there's a... It's probably a coat at him or something. Yeah, yeah. So he loses his glasses. He finds his glasses again. Then he does a, a couple of backflips and they fight. And then he knocks a sword off, if you know, and that's when he cuts the normal one. He might do one backflip, but in our version, you get him to do about six or seven yeah, backflips. Yeah, yeah. Which took ages. For no, really. And he's going away from him. Yeah, he's going away from him. Yeah, but like I said, this is what I was saying to you earlier. One of the big flaws in this film is the fight coordinator and everything. The fights are actually crap. Well, it's like, what are you doing? What were you doing? Yeah, for all those years. Oh, yeah, no, yes. no, you could do is wax They're like whacking swords in the air. Not once they ever go for the bodies. Well, the, the interesting thing for that is that the sword, uh, the sword fighter is Bob Anderson, who was the guy who was the double for Darth Vader in a lot of the fight scenes, and also did a lot of the sword fighting for uh, Star Wars. So when you think about yeah, it, they're sort of the same. They are very similar, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. you're right there because yeah, it's not really sword fight. It's just make a noise on the. Yeah, it's like you do when you're a kid and you just yeah. go for the sword or the wild. Yeah. You do want a sword, though, don't you? When you watch this film, the first thing you want is like, oh, no, it's, it's, I want we will talk about the great yeah. sword being yeah. a bit. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. So anyway, um, old um, now now do we call him McLeod or Nash? He's McLeod, isn't he? He is McLeod. He's poor McLeod. He's known as Nashville throughout the whole of this film. Anyway, McLeod goes and chops his head off. Uh, very, very impressive backflip for no reason, and then gets his head chopped off. Now, what I notice here, how come all the cars start up? Yeah. It's supposed to be electric, isn't it, and all that. But they all start up, there's lots of damage going on, yet no car alarms go off. That's a good point, actually. Mm. Presumably they had car alarms in 1985. I would have thought so. I don't know. I don't think you mean to be that thinking that well, right, well, This is the thing, right? <laughs> this goes off, right? Now, this is what I want to know. Oh, yeah, no. no one's complaining no, about no, their no, cars. No. If yeah. you come down going, what the fuck's happened to my yeah, car? Yeah, 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 yeah. Do you know what I mean? No one mentions you. don't see the police going out there taking insurance. And he hides his sword. And all the police and the FBI never think about looking, looking where, 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 but also, where, where it be. Is that a chandelier? <laughs> yes, it's really hard. Right? Because actually this is Spitfield's meat market. <laughs> He's That's Spitfield's? Yeah, it's not actually a, a, oh, uh, right. it's not actually a car park. So, oh, so that'd be amazing if it was, right? You'd maybe down there tomorrow. Spitfield's meat market in London. Yeah. Oh, is it? Oh, no, the, um, you know the bit later on with the Marine? 
Oh yeah, yeah. Apparently that's in London. That's in London as well. Yeah, yeah. It's quite yeah, yeah. Well, when you can go to London and recreate your, you could recreate your fantasies. Yeah. Well, you could drive off. up and I could say, motherfucker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't think I've still got the coat. Let's get a fucking burger. Anyway, uh, that all goes on. Uh, he hides his, as you say, hides his sword and then buggers off. And then the camera goes to the car park yeah, to it's the land of Scotland, fifteen thirty-six, where we see an impressive battle. Uh, and the Kurgan who says the boy Conor McLeod is mine so they refuse to fight him but how does he know he's, I've always thought this how do they know they're there I don't know is it a is smell it a thought is it a thought because yeah. how many have got there in that time they're fucking boat trips but they're trying to get there <laughs> what are the steps well the Kurgan's been travelling since the 10th century any or something like that so he's been like all over the place but why is he so upset? How's he heard of McLeod? <laughs> yeah, 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 he's in the middle of nowhere you know, he's like, yeah. is this for the second <laughs> because he ain't immortal yet so how would he have heard of him there must be well isn't that sort of explained in the in the quicker in the, yeah, second, the second the second one it, they're all linked up because you know what, I've never seen the second, second one. one this is all bullshit in the second one it basically all this film is made yeah. just, so no, is, is this a bomb sorry the cinema is terrible <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah I've not seen it so uh, you, know, you know right I watched, it's on, I watched it at Christmas it was on that's what made me think about this film yeah. this year because the second film is rubbish, but it's got Michael Ironside in it. Oh, not Michael Ironside. Yeah, the cheap, the cheap Jack Nicholson. Jack, yeah, yeah. But he plays every the same role in everything he's ever done. Michael Ironside. I heard, I heard, I heard it. If you like, you said that you definitely haven't seen the second I'm one. I'm sure I haven't you seen it. You should get it to watch it if you want to. I don't know if I can buy Doesn't it. Doesn't he rematerialise or something? Well, he's sort of, this sort of this film is because, as we all, you know what the end of this film is. And the second one, that's us forgotten about it because it's <laughs> yeah. true. And Brent, where's she? I don't know. <laughs> oh, right, okay. But honestly, man, it's worth watching just because it is crap. Um, yeah. let's get back into it so anyway the Kurgan goes and stabs him and he's about to chop his head up or his mates come along uh, including your man from uh, Game of Thrones oh. and uh, various other films <laughs> oh, uh, Vince Venton's dad yeah he's basically yeah, he's yeah, yeah. got to be in Braveheart oh what's his he, name he must have been in Braveheart because been, yeah. and, or Rob Roy James Cosmo yeah or Rob, he was in Big Brother weren't he uh, James Cosmo he, he, was in in the, he, he was in the last Celebrity Big Brother last year oh really yeah Emma's in it was really quiet and he said I won't do it for the money he's the first <laughs> he's, the, really he's, he's the, the first ever Scottish man yeah yeah back to modern uh, yeah so he's about to chop his head off but of course all his there's a lot of stereotypes in this about Scotland isn't there yeah well <laughs> they're all up for a fight for now one, of, one of the one of the trivia facts later on he's uh, kind of like also says that stereotype is very true yeah. <laughs> uh, we then suddenly go back to modern times where we see him driving thrash through the car park and then get arrested yeah. uh, so then we find out that his name is now Nash yeah. uh, when that guy says don't move pal yeah, yeah, yeah. don't that cut, move awfully, yeah, yeah. now interesting of course that he's filmed in, uh, in England and they, they spent ages trying to find an American actor whose voice hadn't been uh, bastardised by London yeah. and that's the only guy they could find probably because of the reason why he, he sounds like that is yeah. that the same guy who goes he says the thing in the questioning room. Is that the same? You mean cruising for a piece of ass? Yeah. yeah. Oh, because he's yeah. the one of the great lines of that. <laughs> <laughs> so then we jump back to Scotland. So there is a lot of jumping backwards and forwards at this point, which is strange because it doesn't, that doesn't carry on throughout the film. It's made at the beginning. Yeah. Where they're giving him the last rights. Um, and then they jump back to the car park, which is another yeah. bit weird. So it is a lot of... But that fight, I think the battle is quite good. Oh, the that battle is scene it's really good there's about 10 people doing it yeah yeah oh is that what it was yeah because when you see them all begin don't you there's about 10-15 of them yeah. hey McLeod yeah. there's not a lot of them then <laughs> yeah. Kurgan comes out and about you're not yeah, too yeah. sure who's fighting yeah. I like the vicar though who slits that person's throat oh, yeah. 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 
And it's all really sort of the way that they're all going, oh, not him, not him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the way you'd know. What the way would you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like, remember that bloke, McLeod? Yeah, what, the one I've never met before or saw him? <laughs> was that way for me? They're all related. They're all the clan of McLeod. So, as you say, how do they know which McLeod to... No, they're not the clan. Isn't the clan kind of the clan Murdoch? No, you've got McLeod, the, the clan McLeod, which is like... It's not McLeod anyway, anyway, is it? Isn't it? He's got a McLeod, that's the clan McLeod. The clan McLeod! Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, we, wow. then, we then go back to the car park where you see the pathologist turns up and she finds the... I'm bound to get this one, so the Toledo Scaramanga sword. Oh, the Scaramanga, yeah, yeah. Yeah, which is worth about a million bucks. And this is when, of course, you get the... Uh, you talk funny, Nash, where are you from? yeah. yeah. Oh, that's so different. <laughs> you a faggot, Nash? Oh, yeah, no, no, no. I can't. You know that, mate. What is Why Garfield? You cruise in front piece of ass. <laughs> but what I love about that is the fact that they get into that scuttle and then he stands up and he goes, Are you, are you arresting me? And he goes, No, and he goes, Then I'm going. He goes, I ain't finished here. And he just walks off. <laughs> guy before Nash. Name's Vasilek, Polish national. Had his head chopped off in New Jersey two nights ago. You ever get over to New Jersey, Nash? Not if I can help it. You talk funny, Nash. Where are you from? Lots of different places. You're an antique dealer, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. What's that? A sword? Wise up, smartass. It's a Toledo Salamanca broadsword worth about a million bucks. So? So you want to hear a theory? Mm-hmm. You went down that garage to buy this sword from that guy. What's his name? I don't know. You tell me. Okay. His name is Aman Fazil. You fought about the price and cut off his head. Huh. Want to hear another theory? This Fazil was so upset about lousy wrestling tonight. He went down to the garage and in a fit of depression cut off his own head. That's not funny, Walt. You faggot, Nash? Why, Garfield? You cruising for a piece of ass? I'll tell you what happened, Russell. You went down to the garage for a blowjob. You just didn't want to pay for it. Huh. You are sick. Then we're through. Dash, we're just getting started. In, in New York in the 80s. In New York in the 80s. I don't think so. Uh, and this is when we get... I, I don't know whether I'm going to put some music in here. You know what? I am going to... And this is where you get the, uh, the news report where it says, uh, ahead at this time, has no name. And you hear the Kurgan say... Uh, that's how I, 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 I So we'll play that bit now. Water from 
also left a man's decapitated body lying on the floor next to his own severed head. A head which at this time has no name. I know his name. Kirk can go to the motel. Now he makes his sword right. The best. I this think is, this is the best bit of the film. Right. We, this bit is still cool. Yeah. Because it's that music and the time signature's all out and yeah. it's flipping backwards and forwards, isn't it? And he's rolling. I love that bit when he's rolling swords. Rolling the sword. Oh, yeah. And you think, oh, he's up for it. No but point. then you find There's out. No point to that. No, no, yeah, no point. That. But then you actually find out he's like meant to be the perfect warrior. Hmm. But it really is. None of them are any that good. Also, really. the thing is that, I mean, the sword was officially. You got the spike reach out of Popeye, but. I want to know, right, because they kind of we saw that you see the bit is actually a rapier, isn't it? It's not actually a sword. It's not yeah, like it's a, a, a... Yeah, yeah, it's a rapier, sword. yeah. So he's got kind of like a broadsword. But as it's connected in, surely that would weaken in parts. Right, yeah, yeah. As a man who watches... It's going to ruin the, the integrity of yeah, that sword. As a man who watches, you know, is obsessed with uh, forging fire, and all they fire. do is make fucking swords everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Any kind of like that, they'd never... He'd just smash the bits. Yeah, yeah Because yeah. if that going against another sword that's tempered, yeah. it does smash it. Yeah, smash it but it looks good, though, doesn't it? It does look good. It's just ruined the film for me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And the thing is, why would in a case? Because, you know... Well, yeah, but you can't walk around with the sword. You're giving you... You're flat. But this is the problem with this, right? What has Kurgan been doing for all the fucking years? I'd love to say, flick back. What are you doing? Just walking around. What job can he have had? Was he a doorman? I reckon he's on the doors. I want to know if there's like a couple of laws that just decide to sod it and go to Barbados and get really fat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the thing, because they'd never die from that getting fat. No, they wouldn't just keep thousands of years. But not Mr. Chris, so. Yeah, yeah. Now, this is an interesting thing because I thought we'd leave it, but I, let's bring it up now. There's always been that thing of everyone saying, well, hold on a minute, right? you can only die by losing your head. Well, right? well if you chop your arms off, yeah. right? And like Monty Python, the Holy Grail, yeah, yeah, that yeah. night. So you, you've only got yeah, just yeah. your torso. Yeah, what about if they put loads of dynamite on you? Yeah, and, and blew you blew up well, you'd, you'd blow your head off then, though, wouldn't it? Yeah, but you'd... Well, or just put you from the feet. In yeah. Or what? Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Steamroller. Yeah, <laughs> or then just or left it, left it from the shoulders. <laughs> Would it be like a Walking Dead kind of thing, where you just be there like, like a head? Yeah. Oh yeah. come on, because that'd be a really good idea. <laughs> yeah. If they yeah. didn't, the did it. Yeah, chop every day. Pop, okay. Hey, dude, just fucking kill me. Nah, nah. I'm the Kurgan. Yeah, yeah. I think again. I think we're thinking way too deep. Into, I don't think the writers have thought that much into it, really, have they? they thought, what can we do with swords? Uh, of course, we then got the lovely line of um, "Hi, I'm Candy." Yeah, of course you are. But I like the line before this because uh, "Boards or Bro," uh, no, because uh, "Broads or Blow" just dial out. I love that line. Yeah, and that's a really <laughs> sort of tiny little line. But and, I like and that there's there's uh, that black guy that goes, uh, "Love the straight knees, get Becky back." <laughs> and I don't know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> he just tells him to shut up. Yeah, shut yeah. up. Yeah, because yeah, because you see that again and be like, oh, I that blow. No, that's the same as in the Blues Brothers, where you've in always got a strange yeah. old black guy yeah. Yeah, hanging yeah, around. Yeah, yeah. And he's big as well. He's big, big as well. You know, when he goes to stop in New York for the first yeah. time, and there's exactly not that scene there. There's not. I don't know. It's like we've talked about this before. And this, there was a picture of New York painted in the eighties, 
And when I went to New York, I was a bit disappointed because it isn't nowhere near as seedy and scummy. But in the 80s, it, it, it seemed to be horrible, didn't it? Mm. All these things were mm. horrible and horrible, horrible free people. Yeah. So here we get the next bit, which uh, again, uh, things don't quite make sense. Uh, Nash goes back to get his, well, McLeod goes back and gets his sword. The yeah. pathologist turns up, as you would, of course. Now, obviously, scenes of crime. Yeah. Haven't done their oh, job yeah. here. No one's thought of looking in the world <laughs> no, with a wall. Yeah. And <laughs> what kind of great sword is it that smashes it? Bits? Yeah, it's like, they're not great then, is it? <laughs> and yeah, because it's fragmented and it splinters Yeah, because it's folded mm. 2,000 times or yeah, something yeah. that no one's ever done before. If it was folded up, it'd never Um So anyway, uh, this is, of course, this is Brenda. Uh, she goes to a bar and orders a drink, quite a big one, and uh, McLeod goes to there and order, he orders a Glamourgee whiskey. Now, this is the weird bit that I don't quite get, right? He goes, I would like to walk you home, Brenda. Right, which is a bit creepy in itself, yeah, yeah, isn't it, really? Uh, you see him walk out the bar. He's got his trench coat on, his white trainers. How 80s. Mm. And then he take, he then goes and takes Brenda. Now, she hasn't followed him. No, that's a good point. He's followed her. Yeah, I know. Brenda, she followed him? No, because she, she, no, she no. leaves the bar. Yeah, but she, he, no, she, yeah, but she follows him. He must have ducked in at some point. No, because she, she leaves. Got, she leaves down. first because then he sits there, doesn't he? And uh, and he, he has his drink. She's well, trying gone. to pick her up, and then yeah, she yeah, she walks off. And then but then he goes and he goes and dops into like the building site. And then she walks past. Kidnap, kidnaps her. And then suddenly so the Kurgan turns up. Yeah, because the Kurgan's following her. Oh, well, no, no, Kurgan's no, following McLeod. They have a fight. What a comedy of errors! Such a people following each other. Right, so they have like a fight. It's all kind of industrial. And then he turns around to her and goes, you only have one life, value it. And he's having a go at her. For, but he followed her. That's a good point. So how does that make... Yeah. Is he just casually warning her off to sort of like say, don't get investigating me. Yeah. Don't get investigating me. You know, you're falling in love with me and... Yeah. He wants to leave <laughs> forever. You know what that? Anyway, we go back to Scotland and this is when Kate turns around and says, you have the devil in you. And they run him out of the village, and uh, they're all doing it. There's a lot of headbutts going on here. Yeah, you know? yeah. There's a lot of headbutts the, going uh, on. The yoke or the stocks or whatever. Yeah. How does he get out of there? Right. Must find head on shoes. Uh, let him out. Is it? Oh, right. That's a good point. Yeah. Because that's a big thing. He's like that, and then miraculously, he's doing really well for himself. And then, <laughs> yeah. I don't think he was that it's easy back then. Yeah. yeah. It's like you're <laughs> banished from our tribe. Right, it's all right. Give it a week. You'll be with another beautiful woman in a, you know, a private castle. <laughs> with award-winning breasts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, because uh, <laughs> yeah, she says, oh, cool, yeah. you can do that to me all day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'd like to put it, Angus helps him while his wife is up for killing him. Good yeah, old yeah. Angus. We then get the present time again, and uh, McLeod now owns an antiques uh, place, which looks really nice. Now, how cool is that building? Yeah. Because he's got his own lift, yeah. he's got like nice kind of things. This is what I'm on about, though. He's done that all through time and changed his name, hasn't he? Like, what was the fucking Kurgan doing then? Because he can't be doing nothing because he had to he's... stop in a flea pit. So, think... what, how is he well, just... up for the I reckon he weren't doing anything. <laughs> I reckon he's just sitting somewhere waiting for the <laughs> Just wiping. Because yeah. do, yeah. do they need he to eat? He more of himself, couldn't they? Oh, know, so. Do they need to eat? Because they can't die of starvation. So, I reckon he's just got to walk. now when Nash is sitting in his antiques home and he starts thinking back to Scott again this is where we find out he's, as you say he's got married to Blossom yeah. or Heather whichever one you want to have yeah. um, now how, how long do you think this has been do you think 
Well, for him, it don't really matter, but it, uh, that's a good point, actually. Uh, about a few weeks. <laughs> a, few, a few weeks? Oh, okay. <laughs> it could have been any time, you know. I think he's been a year, a year I think. Because he must have to get over his ex love that. <laughs> yeah. suddenly and get his and, up. And get yeah, his and just kick him yeah. out and leave him dead. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, you'd be a bit mean, but, but then again, I suppose we are talking about 15, 40 or something. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, here comes Ramirez, uh, who apparently is Egyptian, but sounds Scottish. <laughs> but it does look a bit Egyptian, but he looks that It's really funny, he's one of them actors, it, like, a bit like Michael Caine, it never bothered them, they couldn't do accents, it never affected their career. No, he was doing the yeah. Spanish accent. Why did they just play him as a Scottish person? Yeah, well... It would have been a yeah. lot easier, wouldn't mm-hmm. it? So. I bet you he got paid loads of money as well for that, didn't he? Doesn't say. Doesn't I say bet you he did. He probably would have done that too, wouldn't he? Um, but he turned, then turned around because the sensation you are forgetting is the quickening. Has he never had this sensation before? I know, yeah. Or yeah. has he thought that was something else? Yeah. Maybe. Puberty. Puberty. <laughs> puberty. <laughs> oh, he had it. He had it <laughs> when the other, have dropped. He had it when the Kurgan was attacking him, didn't he? Oh, yes. Right, oh, yeah. yeah. It's more but be, one yeah, but that's right yeah. because he, he, he weren't that young. So it must have happened when he. You did it your mortal all your life, didn't you? It doesn't get to. Maybe it's your ball strap. And then more... Yeah, exactly. How come then? Right, so Lambert is about 30, isn't he? You know, 25, 30. Connery must be in his life, what, 50s? Like it's got to be his 50s. So how come he's 50-odd? And that's a good point. So a, a, yeah, because that's never really explained. Yeah, the age, how come they're all they don't age. Really Have you got one who's like a baby? You say, oh, fuck's sake. He's just got a rattle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone just came and hacked him up. Yeah, all a really, really old. Really old. Yeah. 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 Oh, this is it. Is he old? Yeah, because if he won the prize, I'd be in 90. I won the prize, I wasn't prize, because are you going to die? Oh, for fuck's sake. That's it, who won? I know they're saying that's the irony. Yeah, it's a good point. So if, prizes, yeah, you you if your prize is you're going to get to die, just chop your head off anyway. Yeah. Well, you'd, you'd have upgraded, wouldn't you? Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> you'd have at least upgraded your weapon a bit. I'll be in a tank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Put your head <laughs> in my toilet right now. Let's just crack me up now, Rich, because you can just imagine that I fucked that somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't <laughs> That'd be very short. You must have it. Oh, you get, you get to die. Well, fuck it out. I've got, I've got a yeah, trouble that, for it now. That is a bit of a funny thing film. It don't really make that much sense as you wish. Why is it bit to die? It's a fucking funny film. Right. So I've got to leave now. Yeah, I'll kill you. Then I'll die. In a mud hut. In your face. <laughs> I think the thing about the whole film is it's, it's just vague. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> no, yeah, one, yeah. no one knows what the quickening is. <laughs> no one knows what he actually does at the end. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, yeah, one yeah, knows, yeah. no one knows why Sean Connery's got a Scottish accent. Yeah, 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 yeah. The Spanish peacock, but he's apparently he's still Egyptian. Yeah. Anyway, Nash, Nash is sitting there sharpening his blade. Obviously, he hasn't noticed there's a chunk taken out of it. Uh, yeah. And then goes back and starts thinking about Ramirez when he's on the boat saying, I don't like Bolton, I don't like water. Well, that sounds terrible. I don't like water. That's as good as uh, Sean Connery's no, accent. Yeah, yeah. Wait, now, this is another weird bit, because you can't drown, you fool, you're immortal. Yeah, yeah. Now, that's another thing, but surely you... you You'd fill up with water. You'd fill up with water anyway. It'd be stuck. Yeah. And stuck. Yeah, so that <laughs> so would be right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, dear. Uh, yeah, but that is... underwater bit is really shit, innit? Yeah. That, you know, I used to, I used to love that bit. Used to be doing that line, I can breathe. Used <laughs> <laughs> doing that. Yeah. Do that fish look. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But then he says, the gathering, uh, when there are only a few left, we feel a pull so far away to the land for the prize. If your head comes away from your neck, it's over. 
uh, you are safe on holy ground each tradition uh, and, and then we get the bit where you say, let yourself, <laughs> yet yourself feel the stag. That was another one you were famous Yeah, feel the stag. Feel the stag. Yeah, because that's another point. This is where they throw that in there about the griggling, that you can become an animal. That's never mentioned in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's never mentioned again. No. <laughs> now for the last. Trust me. Let yourself feel the stag. His blood coursing. Feel. Come on! The cloud, come on! I feel it! Stuff in at the time, weren't they? A bit of that was yeah, on the fly. Went, oh, look at that. Was, was it a book before? I read the book. I know you, you, you were into it. But, but I think that was just the book of the film, you know. The, the mm. Is it a proper book? I don't know. I don't know if it's an original. I don't know if it was a book first or it was just. I'm not too sure, you know. Script or, Could well uh, be, I guess. Mm. But that, that, that thing I said to you when you watch this, you can tell which is the stuntman Ramirez and the Sean Connery Ramirez when they're running on that bridge. Oh, no, yeah, he's Because yeah, quite, yeah. quite clearly. Sean Connery at this point he's not up for running he does a little bit of a bit and, that, and that's about it um, excellent training uh, give me a hand blood and all that um, he finds out of course that he can't have children oh, so he finds blanks as well oh. yeah that's why he has to say you have to give her up because she can't have children this uh, immortality is getting uh, it's not I don't know it's really if you, you know, you've got to have kids so you can just like mm, maybe don't. yeah 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 because it turns out that old uh, Ramirez he's 2400 years old now that's a long guy, that's a big age, isn't it? And he's had three wives. Mm. So he's saying to him, you can't, yeah, you got to leave her. Oh, he's done it, yeah. You cheek yourself. Yeah, yeah. Three wives over two thousand four years, that's not a lot. It's <laughs> not a lot, yeah. Really? Mm. That's a lot of time spent on your own mm. with your sword. You'd play the film a bit, surely, wouldn't you? I suppose you're not going to get diseases either. You wouldn't have to yeah. worry. You could go with the right old rough ones, <laughs> wouldn't you? Yeah. Uh, Ramirez tells, uh, tells them what the Kurgans were, the perfect warriors, and they used to used to throw children into pits with dogs yeah. for pastimes. That's what. Now Kurgan turns up. They, him and Ramirez have a, a good old uh, good old fight, which isn't that good. No, yeah, again, uh, it's another not very good fight. No, although the Kurgan gets his throat his throat slit, and he's like, I like that bit because it hurts. Yeah. Yeah, there's a. Yeah, that's a point. Finish him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Why yeah, couldn't yeah. he have chopped his head off if he yeah. could, that's, it. Yeah. Yeah, that's it? And also, also, he cuts his photo across, doesn't he? But doesn't McLeod do that later on as well? Because no, that's so really he, ch- he just sort of opens him up, doesn't he? It's yeah, because I don't think it ever heals, does he? Which doesn't make any sense. Because he's got safety pins. Later on, he's got safety pins. Yeah. Not that safety pins do much. I know, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, you just bleed to death then, wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah. But and he, he, yeah, because he does heal. Because yeah. he healed in the first place, didn't he, McLeod? So why wouldn't his throat have healed? Well, is that because of your neck? Oh, no. But also, though, that why didn't he get that blue light like Doctor Who come out of him? 
at that point because he's next. Yeah, you should do. You should tweet all these to the director. I'm sure you can find it on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. We want to know least. <laughs> we demand answers. Uh, no, the building's not too strong because obviously uh, there's a lot of sword it's fighting against like the Greeks. It's made of polystyrene. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. In one bit, you can't actually see the stage hand at the back push the box down. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Slightly disappointing. And you can tell it's filmed in England. Yeah. <laughs> well, Pinewood Studios actually, I think, at that point. Oh, uh, now, Kurgan chops his head off and he gets to have some fun with Blossom. Uh, Hello, pretty. Yeah. <laughs> uh, present day, we meet Rachel. Um, what about Rachel? What's your thoughts about Rachel? She's very bland, didn't she? Well, I suppose, uh, well, I, I, I just want to know whether he. Um, I don't think he had, he had a thing with Rachel. I don't, I don't think he did. You know, I, I don't think it's going to be embarrassing. Then stepping away, isn't it? Yeah. You know, when she gets to a prime of life. Yeah. Like, exactly. Yeah. Thinking, oh, yeah. You get older. Yeah. She gets older. Uh, no, not tonight, Rachel. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I do like. I do like the way that he, he does cut to the the Second World War, where he finds yeah, Rachel like in there, and he he gets shot, and uh, she goes, "You're not dead," and he says. That's, that's why I remember the advert in the 80s with yeah. really that and then the music would pack up it yeah. well I think that might be in the video for I think that was because yeah, it's the end theme tune yeah. I mean it's quite it's quite well put together though the whole film there's a lot you know it's a weird story <laughs> but it does I mean that, that little bit just tells you all you need to know about his relationship she's not in it much no yeah yeah, yeah. You, she's known forever and yeah, yeah then but that he's looked after her which kind of like gives a, yeah, a, a yeah, nice morality point really where, yeah. like you're saying what's the Kurgan doing you know what? What is he? He would have been an artist the yeah. day. He probably would have been. Oh, yes, yeah, he would have been. No one would. Yeah, he would have been. Well, doing a lot of atrocities. in a room for us all day. Fucking one day. I'm going. Oh, he'll get up here. He's probably waiting. Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. Or he's had to wait until safety has been invented. So he can yeah, play yeah, yeah, like that. Just 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 like <laughs> oh, okay. oh, I'm saying, well, if someone's not in the sort of film, they're going to be oh, I'm going to leave that one. <laughs> <It's just> <laughs> and also, it's just generally a podcast of us laughing. Yeah. yeah. Oh dear me. Anyway, uh, Nash at this point shoots the German, which is nice to do in front of a young child, but I'm sure she's in a lot of atrocities anyway. Um, cut back uh, to Nash going to Brenda's house. Obviously, been asked for a date. Um, she hides a gun yeah. and a tape recorder. Oh, I love them tape recorders on the eighties. Don't you love them? That is a proper tape recorder. Everyone had one of them. You used to have one, didn't you? I did. Yeah, yeah. That's, like, that's what used to be called. Be bizarre, bizarre. Yeah. Back in the day. Yeah. The, the precursor to Waffle Island podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I like your house, Brenda. Yeah, I love the way he does that. He walks around, finds Ooh, the gun, yeah. finds a tape recorder, and he sees the police outside. And this is where you get, of course, to be where he opens a brandy which he bought. And it's 1783. <laughs> Um, but this is where, of course, we hear the song of Who Wants to Live Forever, which I think is an amazing it's a beautiful song. It really is a good song, that is. Yeah. Uh, we're going to cut back, of course, we see Heather getting old. It is rather sad, actually, because you can tell that there is a, a proper love for each yeah. other there. And then she asks him 
will you light a candle to remember me on my birthday? And uh, of course she dies and he burns her. He can't just be bothered <laughs> burning her, though. Yeah, yeah, he burns bit, the whole place. A bit yeah, there's no need for that. There's a bit just before that, if you remember, there's a like, little montage while, while he wants to be forever's living. Oh. And she's coming up the hill and she's got all that, that heavy shit. Yeah, yeah. And he's just standing there watching her. Surely you can give her a hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yeah, you get the, the classic scene of him like uh, making love to her and everything, where she turns around and says, "You can do that to me forever." And he's probably thinking, eh, "Not really." <laughs> <laughs> really good to a certain age. <laughs> that um, Now then, we see uh, Castigear here, uh, and he meets on the bridge. They acknowledge yeah. they have no swords, but a nice flask. It's been a hundred years uh, since they last meet, met each other, and that was a duel in 1783 on Boston Common, which I absolutely love. That I know you like that bit. Shoot him! Shoot him in the back! Shoot him! Well, these little bits, they're just really quick, aren't they? Yeah. Like, there's almost no need for this bit, but... No, that's yeah. not. Just, uh, I think it's just a light in the mood a bit. I think in that thing, it's just a light it up a I bit. Think, I think they must have had fun doing it. Oh, yeah. You yeah. Have fun yeah. anymore. Well, like, I, think, I think there's a, there's a lot in this film where... There's a lot. There's a lot of humorous bits, which I think is very 1980s mm. to do that. I mean, they did. They come did it even Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom, which is a little yeah. a bit weak. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but there's loads, especially at the end. There's a really like almost comedy moment at the end of this film. But I do love that way he's constantly getting stabbed. Yeah. The way he's laughing all the way. Through. Yeah, he's really drunk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. I didn't call her a fat a water hug, doesn't he? He said, "I apologize." But why does he shoot? You know, the guy goes shoot him, shoot him, sir. Why does he shoot him? Why does he shoot his servant? He's just really that annoying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, we see the Kurgan who leaves the hotel room because he threatens the uh, hotel manager. Hey, Rockefeller, how'd you like candy? She said you were kind of kinky, huh? Don't ever speak to me. Look, I didn't Don't ever speak to me again. Do you understand? Good. <laughs> we got the black guy there laughing. At him again. <laughs> uh, this is where we now see the uh, the ex marine uh, yeah. uh, in a Trans Am with a shitload of guns. Ain't that a classic Trans Am? No, I, I love an Trans Am. Trans Am. Oh, yeah. The Trans Am still going. You know what? I couldn't. Aren't they owned by? Oh, I don't know. Well, they're they're owned by, by someone. Yeah, the Dutch. I'm not too sure. Ooh. Because they, they they never really changed their design, did they? Because it's a it cool looking car. Yeah, it's so cool. Just got that Firebird on the. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a cool car. I'm sure. What's his name from Richard Rawlings from um, Fast? Is he Fast and Loud? Fast and Loud? Yeah. TV program. I'm sure he's got loads of Trans Ams. Oh, that's a classic. He always has Trans Am coming, doesn't he? Yeah. But anyway, this guy's got shitloads of guns in there. This is the reason why he should have gun control. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And he then pulls up and he sees the Kurgan. They're having the fight, of course. Uh, and he gets yeah yeah again yeah that black black ain't that great ain't yeah. that great yeah, yeah. No, no, none of them are not actually that he right? loses his sword pretty quickly why would you wear something around your neck yeah like a neck brace <laughs> yeah yeah like a, like yeah. a chastity belt yeah get neck, through that look at them he just chops you from that <laughs> way down he's like he just sliced the top of his head off then and then then the eyes and then just yeah, yeah, the yeah. knife so that yeah, yeah. does he grow back yes he does it's never explained I don't know Slowly his head grows back like a little thing, like a Iron Groot. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, the Marine gets out and does the you know typical thing. He starts shooting him, but uh, the Kurgan stabs him through the stomach, lifts him up, which I love that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the way that he casually throws yeah, him up. Yeah, yeah. I'm not one hundred percent sure you'd survive that. No, no. I don't. Really, because you're gonna bleed to death, aren't you? I don't know. I suppose. It's I don't really. get bored. But it looks like it's not through his spine. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, kind of come out somewhere. And also, I don't think the weight 
you'd, you'd slip through the the body, wouldn't you? I think. Mm. A little bit. Mm. I think we're going too much detail again. <laughs> like you always That's seem right, to yeah. when we go about bubbly injuries, <laughs> you seem to go into it a bit too much. No, well, I went there, right? The old couple, but why would an old couple be driving up yeah. a dubious alleyway? Yeah, just a comedy old couple, aren't they? Well, there's a, there's a comedy line, there's a joke in there, though, because he says, My car, bring my car back. Oh, yeah, he does. Yeah. No, right, <laughs> I love that. Actually, I said that. Yeah, okay, yeah. You know, uh, the old couple pull up, why would they be driving down an alleyway? <laughs> Uh, the, old man, the old man gets pulled out the old lady says motherfucker yeah. uh, which I'm sure a lot of people don't pick up on yeah. he says, and he says mum yeah. and then the old man says where are you going with my car Telling the cops what happened, you got that weird bit where he cuts to him, like just pulling it out, and the way they do that to him, the, the, yeah. kind of the salute, and you get the guy, the, the black cop, he just takes the piece out of him, yeah. which is like, you know, you always get annoying. Uh, classic scene, Cal, I'm sure you really enjoyed this. Cops eating hot dogs. Well, yeah, but it's like I said, you know, I, I, I'm sure cops must have actually done something in the 80s that seemed to be slumped <laughs> in the cars. Yeah. Because all they're all slubs in the, in the eating hot dogs right now. And I love it. Oh, that is true. I could just eat a hot dog now. I'm a bit obsessed with hot dogs lately. They're just the best in food in the world. They are nice. They are nice. It's brilliant. It's perfect. Have you, when you was in, well, you both been to New York. Yeah. Have you both yeah. visited a corner vendor? You've got to do it, you know, you go to Central Park. There's nothing that amazing about no, it. No, really, it's not. The, thought, the look of it is great, but yeah. that's, no, just tastes like any other hot dog. Just tastes like a Frankenfurter in a bun. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Good condiments. You get a good range of condiments. Yeah. Yeah. Is it always, is it sort of stereotypical vendors? Or no. do you think they dress up to look like that? Mm. <laughs> I always remember the classic TJ Hooker episode where there was a drug dealer selling PCP through his hot dog thing and I thought that's what it was going to be really? oh, they all going to be drug dealers but they weren't what, did no. you ask him for something else? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. didn't Dirty Harry have a hot dog oh that he went in the restaurant to have a hot dog then yeah, uh, uh, yeah, yeah uh, and then he comes out and he's still shooting he's still eating his hot dog he was just shooting yeah, yeah I, I, I want a hot dog I got burgers tonight. anyway yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now Brenda because she's nosy she's you know bear in mind that is she a pathologist or is she a metallurgist what is she? Bit of both, I guess. I think she works for the police as a thug, but she's specialising in, in metallurgy. She read the book, hasn't she? She has, yeah, which of course he finds. Uh, now, he, she goes searching for records and finds out with that computer, uh, finds out that he died a minute after being born, apparently, and so did all of them. Um, we then cut to a church. Now, Nash is here lighting his candle for uh, Heather, stroke Blossom, and the Kurgan turns up. I think everyone loves this scene, doesn't it? Um, so he then tells him, of course, that he raped his woman before her blood was cold and the Kurgan sees that Ramirez lied a lot of this was actually made up yeah. uh, improvised by Clancy Brown yeah. especially the line uh, it's, it's better good. to burn out than to fade away let's go with the Neil Young cool. thing let's go with yeah. the Neil Young yeah. that's a bit cool um, but I love the way he t- turns around and licks the father's hand and says yeah. forgive me father by the world Castagir is gone Nice to see you, Kurgan. Who cuts your hair? 
I am in disguise. This way, no one will recognize me. I do. What do you want? Your head. <laughs> and the prize. Happy Halloween, ladies. disturbing. He cares about these helpless mortals. Of course he cares. He died for our sins. That shall be his undoing. Father, forgive me. I am a worm. Clancy Brown was uh, really quite upset about doing that scene and because a lot of the extras there were actually people who work in the church the nuns and stuff and went up and apologised to each one of them because he was so worried about it. enjoy it at the time. I think he did. <laughs> well, he is a wonderful actor, isn't he? Yeah. Uh, Brenda, Bren, Blender then questions Nash and he turns around and tells all about the fact that he's Conor McLeod and also stabbed himself. Yeah. Which is like, you know. It's a bit, still a bit outlandish, I think, for it to just... 
pop in. No, to just believe that he's immortal. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, yeah he's he could have one of those comedy guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got a sword from somewhere. Yeah. You know, that's a bit rare. I mean, other than that. <laughs> well, yeah, because then he could use a comedy knife, like the, the one that yeah, goes yeah, to yeah. the right. Yeah. Smooge time straight away. She doesn't take much mm. convincing, does she? Mm. Nipple sharp. So, no, they get it on. <laughs> <laughs> and then oh, there's always some kind of 80s tagline. Uh, most people are afraid to die. You're afraid to live. Take care of yourself and don't lose your head, which is what, of course, uh, is that what Rachel says? Yeah, as he's leaving. Mm. Um, so anyway, you get the "Hello Pretty" line uh, when Kirk, <laughs> the kidnaps her and plays "Chicken on the Road." Yeah, I like that bit. Yeah, I love that. First person who gets run over is oh. the director. Oh right, yeah, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. bad. Um, <laughs> the way he says, "Excuse me," he's <laughs> just really kind of like. <laughs> and I don't like that. That must admit, that's one thing I don't like about because they look like comedy. It would have been better, like, isn't it, isn't it on um, Indiana Jones where they hit that bloke and he's on, he's on the windscreen? Yeah, he's yeah, like, yeah. oh! And like, the window wiper wipes him up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because these just seem like a bit too flash. Yeah, they're just like, blue projections. Blue projections on it, which is a bit big crap. Uh, now, I do like the fact that, obviously, she passes out through general exhaustion because obviously she's, like, you know, pretty active. Again, how long's he had this car for? When did he fill the petrol? That's a good point. Because he's been driving around for a long time now. Yeah, and yeah. no one's found the car. Yeah, yeah. No one's found. Yeah, no one's found the car. Yeah, and yeah, one yeah. to the old lady. Okay, that's a good point. Actually, <laughs> okay. Huh? So these could have all turned up in the in so the second film. Second. <laughs> <laughs> to tie, tie up all the loose ends. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, anyway, he tells Rachel that uh, Nash dies tonight, and he also then says, uh, "Hey, it's a kind of magic. Still no song." So no. whether I was hoping that, that, was, that, 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 that was adverts, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so anyway, they go up to the Silver Cup sign, which again, if you notice, uh, is shorter on the actual fight scene. Because doesn't it say Silver Cup Is that real? Stadium? Is it real? It's actually a real place. But, but when they're actually fighting, it only says Silver Cup. It doesn't say the extra bit on there. Uh, so that's another continuity film. Now, she's tied up on here, right? Why? In a corny way. In, in a, a very corny way. Corny way. In a yeah, kind of like, I could get out of this. Why not tie her to the... Why yeah, I, I, like I said, I think the end battle is not that great. I think... I, I, I don't know. I think... Because you know there's talk about a remake of this. Oh, of course, because Hollywood can't come up yeah, with yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. And I think if they, I think if you, I think if you could put a really good fight scene in it, because it's not that good. Mm. I, I just don't think the fight scenes have held up that well at all. Yeah, because I, I think it's shut down bad. The look. When you look at modern, like when you look at well, lightsaber fighting now, exactly. How good lightsaber. Fighting. It's not yeah, fluid yeah, enough. It's yeah. not fluid yeah, enough. Yeah, because you could have all the. Yeah, yeah, you <laughs> could have. Shoot the skilled swordsman. Mm. <laughs> no, look, yeah, as you said, after you know, after that, minute, it's just quite odd. Because that's one of the reasons I sort of like it. Really. I'm not really into sort of fantasy films, yeah. but it's not really apart from they haven't really got any superpowers. No, they haven't. Them. No, no, it's just they've got no powers at all. Just got a sword. Yeah. Just a guy and die. Yeah. yeah, it's just it's a lot. It's a very eighties ending though, because it's got loads of sparks mm. and neon. Yeah, 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 it's just over and, and not the and water <laughs> on a dark, darkened floor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, which, yeah. Is, which is, is like a video, really? uh, quite yeah, like, yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, it's very uh, music video. It is like, very music. That wide shot. It's like a Taylor Dane video or something from the eighties. Well, the thing is, as as they're fighting, I say they fall through the roof and they land there, and all the you know he has fight, and just as the Kirk is going. She comes along and smacks him around the head with a pipe. Yeah, yeah. Right? And then he saves her. And he goes, hey, and, and what like, kept you? don't know how she yeah. got down there. Yeah, how did she get down there? Yeah, because yeah. yeah, she wouldn't have been able to have swung through a Bruce Willis style out the window. And then, anyway, he <laughs> ends up chopping his head off with the, the blue lights come out and he gets all the quickening. 
if you look closely in the background, you can see all the squibs ready for the, the windows to be blown out. So you see them. Oh. And then with all the, the, the electric electricity goes in the background you can clearly see all the wires that are holding them up wow. they're meant to be there to stop from you seeing the wires but you see them all and all the dragons I think on an extended version of this film was originally meant the dragons were meant to be the next thing he has to beat to get the prize and the dragons all come from uh, the Kurgan clan so it's almost like they're cheating to get out but they obviously can't be bothered with that bit and then and then mm. let it go um, so anyway the final quicken it's all crazy dragon stuff and then they go back to Scotland he's mortal and that's it but it's kind of like it ends quite quickly and you can tell she's freezing her ass yeah, off like yeah, that yeah, yeah, <laughs> she, you can tell, she's actually stiff yeah. there she looks absolutely frozen uh, but no, and that's the end of the film um, any any comments regarding the end of the film the fight I don't know like I said it's a bit odd I think it doesn't know where to go with it in the end I think they throw so much at the beginning of the film and as the way the film goes on I don't know where to go with it yeah. and to me it's ended and that's it remember they've got another three films out of this story <laughs> what the hell I've never seen that I mean, I've saw the second one I've not saw the third one yeah. I'm, it, I'm interested to know if it was originally a book like a, well, like a proper book. I don't think it is. Cause that's what it seems like. like seem... They've taken there's too much and they've condensed it. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Taken bits. Yeah. yeah. Now we've got some trivia here, and this might actually give you a bit of an answer. For it, but uh, Christopher Lambert had only just <laughs> barely just learned to speak English. We took on the really? role because the other <laughs> film he was in, of course, was Greystoke, it, which he plays in Monkey. He's re- no, 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 that's <laughs> after this, wasn't it? No, it was before. Oh, that, was it? Oh, that's a great film. Yeah, that is. Right, oh, Greystoke. Yeah, it's really good. But look, he's born in America and he can't speak. Well, what? What's going on I there? No, I think he was born, well, it's a bit like Patrick McGoon was born in America, but he lived in Ireland all his life. Oh, right, yeah. And I think that's the same thing. Oh, so he was taken over. Yeah, taken, taken back. Well, he's, known, he's kind of already known for that subway. Yeah. yeah. Was that a Luc Besson film? I think, was it? One of his It was in French anyway. Yeah. All of Connery's films, all Connery's films, scenes had to be filmed in a week. Uh, due to his schedule uh, him and Lambert got on so well during the film that they called each other by their character names and it was uh, Lambert's insistence that Connery and his character returned for Highlander 2 The Quickening I'm not too sure that's the greatest of uh, <laughs> friendship <laughs> uh, now here's a little bit about the original screenplay uh, it was much darker and grittier portrayal of the Highlander universe the main character was also different in several ways Connor was born in 1408 instead of 1518 he lived with his mother and father, and in the draft, Heather, Connor's beloved wife in the film, does not exist. Connor was promised to a young girl named Mara, mm. whom he loved with all his heart, but who later rejects him after he becomes immortal. Connor leaves the village instead of being banished, and his alias in the draft was Richard Turpin, and he used an assortment of swords rather than a katana he took after Ramirez's death. Mm. Ramirez was a Spaniard rather than an ancient Egyptian, born more than 2,000 years earlier. The Kurgan was known as the Knight, using the alias Colesmith. He was not a savage, but a cold-blooded... Carl Smith. <laughs> like That's a, not quite the same. Name, isn't it? <laughs> uh, he was not a savage, but a cold-blooded killer, and Brenda was known as Brenna Cartwright. Other major aspects were later changed during rewrites. Initially, immortals could have, could have children. In the draft, Connor was said to have had 37 of them. And the oh. final showdown took place in a museum. Hmm... Mm. Uh, anything else in here? Oh, he was inspired. Uh, Gregory Whedon was inspired to write so I had to visit to Scotland on vacation. Makes you wonder why. Um, according to Russell Mulcahy, when the first shot of the scene of the Kurgan bursting through a door to cut the table in half, Clancy Brown instead ran in 
Cut through the can- candelabra, nearly decapitating Sean Connery. <laughs> As a result, Connery stormed off the set. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Connery later returned after Brad apologised to him, saying that he was very nervous that he was working with Sean Connery. Yeah. Connery joked that he should just use a stunt double in the future. Yeah. Now, a lot of the extras in this, of course, uh, at the beginning, are Scottish. And uh, they had they lots and enjoyed having a liquid lunch, wow. which is the reason why the fight scenes look so realistic. Ah. And a lot of the cuts you see on there are actually... So they have thrown a punch up. <laughs> Uh, one for you, Cal. Kurt Russell was originally cast what? as Conor McLean. What the? Pulled... <laughs> it could have been amazing. <laughs> it could have been amazing. <laughs> but he pulled out of the project and the insistence of his girlfriend, Goldie Hawn. Sense. Uh, he instead <laughs> went on to make uh, Big Trouble That's in good. Little China. Well, can't blame him for that. Yeah. Uh, apparently, Sean Connery was pissed quite a bit throughout this film. <laughs> uh, I can't find any of the evidence to say this. But <laughs> so basically, that, that, that must be where the Spanish accent went. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, there's quite a few deleted scenes in this movie, but unfortunately they've all been lost when they were destroyed in a warehouse fire. Uh, there's too many oh, to actually that's... talk about if you want to go and find out. Uh, please do go and look at where we get all our facts and information from, <coughs> the internet. Yeah, yeah. I saw a bit on it, where, you know, because he was a uh, sort of myopic or whatever, he didn't yeah. see very well. There's quite a few of the battle scenes when he'd come up and uh, he'd, he'd come up on his uh, horse and he'd be uh, wearing his glasses. Yes. <laughs> the director had to stop everything. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a digital watch. Or yeah. <laughs> yeah, anyway, that's the thing. So, but, I mean, I still think it's a crack. I don't think if you watched it, I think my wife saw a bit of it the other day and yeah. I was watching it she was like, holy shit. I think if you come to it yeah, new now, I think you'd probably, mm-hmm. the flaws in it are outweigh what's good in it, but we were brought up in a, we were young, we were younger, weren't you? Well, yeah, we was 12 in this film, yeah. 13 in this film. Yeah, I know, it's just cool. But I think it's just out there on its own, isn't it? It's not Dungeons and Dragons or mm-hmm. I don't know what it is. It's not that, you know, it's, it's just, yeah, it's just on its own. Isn't it? I think as well these days where you've got such TV programs such as Game of Thrones and you've had all the mm-hmm. stuff like Lord of the Rings where you've had sword battles and all this kind of stuff. I think now you're kind of like, if you were to go and watch a film with with sword fighting, you expect to have a bit more bloodshed, and you expect to have a lot. I just as yeah. you said, it's not watching an Errol Flynn film now, is it? Right? Yeah, it's yeah. obviously good, but it looks so crap. The sword fighting, mm. it's got to look real now, hasn't it? Sword fighting, it's got to look. Did you no. watch any of the the interviews on the Blu-ray? I've bits and a little bit. Of, like I said, I'm not. I'm not really into stuff. I know that's your thing. I'm not yeah. really into that. Kind I mean, of Lambert thing. does look quite. It looks still looks quite cool. But he's definitely got a bit of a wave in his voice, so I don't know whether that's just because, like, you know, he's sort of speaking English because he speaks French in virtually everything he, mm. he does. Um, but he, he is looking old, and his economy's quite old. But Clancy Brown, man, he still looks wicked. Yeah. I mean, he, he's got, like, tight white curly hair now and a little goatee beard, but uh, and he played Mr. Krabs. Yeah, that's, that's a shocking fact, that is. Yeah. So I'm, I'm like going to try and. F- I don't know if I can handle buying it. Go on, honestly. If you, if, if, too quick, if you haven't saw it, it's <laughs> worth watching because you think. <laughs> no, do you think you, that first film's out there? Because the final and second, they come from a fucking island it, blast. It's got like an environmental uh, yeah, thing be, to it as well. Because it's about the, uh, the ozone layer goes. And he, somebody said, becomes a scientist, doesn't he? And he invents a dome over the space. Life. And then it all, everything gets locked in. So everything what, gets really depressed then. So what's Michael Ironside? Is he like he's the, like a Kurgan. The Kurgan. But like I said, it's different the second one because you find out they come from another planet, don't they? Oh, God. Oh, it's just so <laughs> what, I, I mean, I, I was a huge fan of that and I hated the series. <laughs> yeah, I think it was me. Was did, any, did anybody go and uh, watch the TV series of Highlander? No. I, I, I don't know where they were. How, how much are they going to get out of that story? What the hell are you going to keep doing every week? Well, according to what I seem to remember is that he was related to Conor McLeod, but obviously he's not had children. So... Brother. 
Is it his brother's son who also you has... You think we'd put a more of a fight with him when he was choking him out of his village, wouldn't he? If his yeah, he's right, right, Come on, leave him. He's all right. <laughs> anyway, so there we go. I love the way you ended it there just as I was taking a gulp of water. Well, Thank you for that. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the end of this episode. Ray, thanks for joining us. Okay, no problem. And I'm bound to play something uh, at the end of this podcast just because... Should be, uh, It's a kind of oh, yeah. That's what it should be, wouldn't it? Yeah, or it's going to definitely be a queen. Or one vision. That's going to be the only. Is that in the film? Give me, give me fried chicken. Yeah. Uh, I don't think it is in the film, is no. it? Might be at the end. No, 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 I don't think it is. But it's the one that's most about, you know, one. Yeah. We can't do any more films of queens. <laughs> no, no, we've done Flash. There isn't another one, is it? I don't think. I don't think there is, is there? No, no. And we're not doing television anymore. Like queen. <laughs> the... Yeah, you're talking a lot about yeah. it. Anyway, thanks so much for listening, and we'll see you soon. Bye.
You've been listening to Waffle On. If you'd like to get in touch or join the mailing list, you can by emailing the guys at waffleonpodcast at gmail.com. You can also have some waffly fun by joining their Facebook page. Simply type in Waffle On Podcast in the search bar and away you go. This has been a Waffle On production. Copyright Simon Meddings and Mark C. Kelly.